Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. All right, everybody, welcome to America's Diesel Podcast, coming at you from Spokane, Washington. I'm Ben. This is Tyler. Yeah. We film on Fact check true, Jim, Jim, Jim. Jim Lawrence. Jim Lawrence, I don't know if you just joined Instagram or not, but we became friends on Instagram over the weekend. Um, So that's cool. Yeah. Fact check check true. Yeah, maybe. And uh, yeah, so this is Ben. I'm, that's Tyler. This is uh, America's Diesel Podcast. We're out in Spokane, Washington. Uh, podcasts are recorded typically on Wednesdays, come out on Thursdays every week. Uh, make sure and check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you find your favorite podcasts at. You can find us by searching for America's Diesel Podcast. Yo, yeah. We also really enjoy reviews. Yeah, absolutely. We got to keep those reviews coming. It helps us in the rankings for Apple, iTunes, podcasts. Helps us with everything, so just keep those coming in. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your buddies, tell your friends as buddies. That's like another word for buddies. I don't know why I said that twice, but it doesn't matter. Leave a review on any of those platforms that Ben mentioned earlier and screenshot that. Send it to Tyler at DieselPowerProducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck and an address to send a super sick sticker to that looks just like logo on our cups, which are for sale, and also our sweet background and a bench T-shirt. Bam. Bam. What are we All talking about right. today? What do we? What do we uh, well, I one more one more thing okay. to go over real quick. Uh, if you do have questions and you want them answered, uh, make sure and check us out on YouTube. If you want to leave like a, a comment on a video or comment on a podcast, that is the best place to do it. I'm checking them just about daily. Jim Lawrence is fact checking them 24 seven because that's the yeah. kind of guy he is. <laughs> I have no idea. Like. And I almost don't want to know Jim. But like, I don't know how old Jim is. I, he could be just a really sharp, like, 20-year-old. I don't want to know. Or he could just be, like, this this wise, like, 55-year-old guy. Or a 10-year-old who's really good with Google. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. It could be anybody. <laughs> but leave the mystery there, Jim. Yeah, leave, um, leave the mystery. 
If you have questions about your truck or you need to get an order placed or something like that, um, we, we do save up questions that you email me and Tyler and we do question and answer episodes. But if you have a question because you'd like to try and need to get your truck up and running and get going, um, the best thing to do is to shoot our sales text a call. It's 888-993-4373. Uh, we got five guys basically on the phone uh, just about 12 hours a day, yep. s- five days a week, ready to answer your questions and get orders placed for you. Um, you can ask for me. Honestly, I'm up and around all the time. So you may catch me, you may not. I don't know. Um, but uh, really any of the other guys there can help you out and get you an order placed ASAP. Okay. okay. That being said. We had one that I wanted to start, but I want to talk about your truck instead. Okay, I want to cool. start with your truck. Sweet. So over this weekend, uh, me, Tyler, and Corey, who's behind the camera, which you can't see. You, you may have heard us mention his name before, but <laughs> he is new. He's, he's helping us bring this podcast up to the next level. He's also going to be on the phones a little bit as well because he does have an aptitude for diesel and just an just all-around nice guy. All You're a nice guy, nice Corey. Guy. <laughs> all around. Um but the three of us met up at Tyler's house, yeah, and we put some airbags on the old silver Ram. Yeah, we did. So, recap: twenty twenty one Ram, twenty five hundred, long bed. It's a tradesman. She's pretty basic, but I like her. She's got everything I need. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I've got. Well, apparently, I've got a side by side on order. Don't know when it's coming. That's a whole freaking other uh, debacle there. Um, so I, I I got a four seater side by side. I have a travel trailer that we that we go camping with almost every weekend. It's not a toy hauler. Kind of don't want to do the whole find another camper right now because that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we really like our camper, so we we decided to get a side by side rack for the bed of the truck. And I'm just going to drive that thing right up on the back of the truck so I can still tow my travel trailer. Uh, the problem though that I was that I was I knew I was going to um, run into. Uh, is the fact that it's a 2500 so i've got rear coils in the back which isn't a bad thing when you're unloading unloaded it actually it, right, it's it, really nice right it's really nice for uh, uh you know a heavy duty truck um so the only uh the only good option would be to get a set of airbags um you know i was going back and forth on what i wanted to do um I- i'll be honest what i really wanted to do and what i was thinking about doing um there's a company called kelderman that makes a reverse level rear airbags that take place of the coils we've been selling kelderman for uh, nine te- almost a year maybe yeah about a year almost a year we sell like hotcakes. yeah like they're they- cool stuff it's cool stuff yeah um yeah this week's podcast episode is brought to you by fuel bomb diesel additive an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts made by diesel enthusiasts ben take it away Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, Our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time they have C10 in there all the time they end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae and it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, We did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. 
Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. A little bit more in depth on the install, and they're, they're, they're a lot more money compared to what I ended up going with, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, some, you gotta, I, I started thinking about what I was going to do with the truck, and as of right now, pack brakes fit the bill perfectly. Um, it's something that I could have installed at home, which I could have probably done the Keldermans too, but that would have been a lot more work. We couldn't have done it probably in a night like we did the pack brakes. And in fact, the pack brakes probably only took a couple of hours, but we were filming, so it took longer. Yeah, if you were um, on your own, like just trying to get it done, <coughs> I think that was probably hour and a half. Yeah, which we'll talk about the, the install and, and what we found and that sort of thing. But I ended up going with a set of pack brakes new. They call their Alpha 7500 airbags. Alpha! I think, yeah, I think they're a seven-inch bag. Um, it takes place where the bump stops are. So it's uh, what I really like about it is it's super far out on the axle. So it's yeah. about as far out as you can get without touching the tires. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's about – I can put two fingers in between the airbag and the tire. So mm-hmm. it's, it's way out there, which the further you can get that out to the side of the – you know, outside of the truck, the more stable yeah. it's going to be. So I ended up going with a set of those, um, and I absolutely love them. I, I, they installed really nice. Um, they look good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I haven't towed with the truck yet, uh, but I know they're going to function, you know, perfectly. I, I, uh, um, I just went with just the airbags. I'm going to eventually do. I got my eye on pack brakes. Um, they're in cab. They're wireless. In well, it's just a wireless control. I, I guess it could be in cab or outside the cab. <laughs> Anyways, it's yeah. a it's a kit that will mount on the frame rail that'll have your air compressor, your wireless module, solenoids everything that you need you just download the app and then you can control the airbags from inside the truck i wanted to go that route just because (sighs) the older i get the way less holes i want to put in things yeah (laughs) (laughs) um especially you know having a new truck that's nice and clean um slamming a a a gauge with switches somewhere i think would kind of kill what i you know kill the look of the interior of the Mm -hmm. truck the cleanliness of the interior of the truck so i didn't want to deal with that so wireless is kind of the only option. So that's eventually what I'm what I'm gonna uh, go to. Um, but I, I have to say I'm I'm super impressed with the with now. There were some things we're gonna talk about with the install that got a little confusing. But once we got it all figured out, it was a super easy install. Um, I yeah. mean, in all honesty, if you were just rocking and rolling at it, uh, you could probably have it done in an hour and a half. If I that, think, I think after listening to this podcast and the advice we're about to give you maybe an hour i'm talking like truck uh, axle on jack stands and wheels off start the clock hour and i'm talking yeah. like lines ran yeah it's Done. it's really Throw not that there. bad yeah um and we're not even, we're not even sponsored by pack break pack pack yeah. break how you doing how you doing <laughs> all right <laughs> i will say a pack break heavy episode pack break but yeah the i was actually really impressed with just the overall i like the finish on the brackets and this yeah. is not like a pa- like again we are not sponsored by packer it's just yeah. kind of stuff that we we went over and Corey was filming all this so we actually we're, we're trying to start um obviously making more content with the the podcast but also just as you know with like diesel power products yeah and, well and, we and want and to make not. more stuff with like us doing things because mm-hmm. yeah we talk about it we don't want you know we don't want to be posers you yeah. know <laughs> we don't work on anything we work on stuff we get stuff done so we're going to definitely have more content like this coming out. I don't know when that video is going to come out, but check it out when it does. Um, 
but yeah so it may i think it may actually make it out before this podcast ends. oh wow that'd be kind of cool well i mean we're a little ahead right now so yeah i guess so yeah. i guess so um but I, yeah i was impressed with it um the i will say i've never installed airbags before and the the part that like caught me the most Ooh, off I, po- guard, I popped your airbag cherry yeah you totally did <laughs> <laughs> was the uh, running the lines for yeah. some reason in my head i imagined running these airlines was going to take like two hours yeah and i'm like and here ben grab this yeah and you were bring like bring it to the airbag and we, we put the airbags <laughs> in and like the bracketry and we'll get to the bracketry in a minute but like we got in there and ty was like okay we're gonna run the lines i'm like oh we're, we're a crack a teddy brewski it's like yeah it's gonna take and he's like here grab that plug it in i'm like well, i just <laughs> i just like push he's like yeah just just cut it flush and then so it's just like a, a push to fit yeah you don't have, no no just zip tie zip tie clip press done all right next side I didn't even get a chance to actually open it. Yeah. Like I Yeah, <laughs> you didn't even get a chance to take a drink. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, wow, I I thought this was gonna take way longer. We're already inflating him. Yeah. So I mean I think that was really cool. Yeah. Um, but back to the bracket. So the, mm-hmm. the things that we love about the kit, their powder coat is awesome. They have such an uh, if it's even a it has to be a powder coat, right? Is that a powder coat? It's, it's like a, a textured it's like a textured powder coat, but it, it's like the the gray with like a little bit of black in it. Yeah. And it's like scaly almost. So you yeah. know that like like if you were to say like drop it on the ground, y- it, you might like on the corner chip a little bit off or something like that. But if you were to like drop a wrench on it, no, nothing ain't ha- you know, nothing's happening. Yeah, I, I definitely like that coating over just like straight black because yeah. I we've seen. I mean, even in the shop on on other kits that are just like straight black, you pull it out of the kit and there's already chips in the powder coat, chips in yeah. the. Oh my god, I got like a. A burp trying to come up. I'm like, no. you can do it. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I, I really like the finish that they put on their on on their brackets. Um, their hardware, I like. I like their hardware. It's it, it was all nice bolts. We had yeah. no bolts left over, or what? Actually, we had we had one thing left over. Which, you know what? Here's where we're gonna start with the install instructions. Okay, so okay. before Ben and Corey even showed up to my house, um, I got the. I got a little worried because we, we got the when I got the box, there was a big, uh, you know, from shipping, there was a big uh, opening in the box, and I was like, okay, I better I better check and make sure we've got it got everything because I'm gonna have to make a run of like a good installer it, should absolutely. So I I busted open the box and I just took everything out, laid it all out, and uh, made sure we had everything because if we were missing something, then I'd have to go to the store and get. I have an Ace Hardware right by my house, and they have the most epic, like bulk bolt and washer like Ace area Ace, yeah. dude it's awesome Ace like they have everything hot. yeah it, it it was great it was yeah. great um like i was going there for a hitch pin because i need a new hitch pin mm-hmm. uh because on my previous truck it was only two inch this is two and a half mm-hmm. and the pin that i had was didn't go through the hitch far enough to where i can put the cotter pin in and uh yeah i just use a basic cotter pin pin because here's the thing i take my hitch off when i'm not using it i don't roll around with my hitch on there mm-hmm. just because i don't want to I, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> so i don't need anything locking i just uh but anyways i go to ace and i'm expecting like because most of, a lot of times you go to get like a hitch pin you're like wow that's like 15 dollars for a pin like that's ridiculous yeah so i go into ace and i'm like hey i need a hitch pin for a two and a half inch hitch he's like come over here i found one in the bulk bolt section for like four dollars i was like are you kidding me this is awesome yeah so anyways shout out to ace hardware North Spokane. Yeah, definitely not it. sponsored by Ace Hardware. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so I got the kit all out and uh, made sure I had everything. Everything was there. So then I'm just kind of sitting in the garage waiting for these jokers to show up. And I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? 
So what I started to do was I literally, I grabbed every single tool that we would need, okay? And so I, I started getting all that. Well, I'm looking at the install instructions, and maybe Packbreak can clarify this or something if they're listening. Um, on the install instructions, they have the kit contents on in one column, and then the other column, they have, like, required tools. They put in the required tools that you needed an inch and an eighth socket. It was like a deep well socket they set, they called for. And I'm like, no, it can't be that. I'm still trying to figure out what I've they, been thinking about it too. Because I, when I saw that, I'm like, I'm like any person would probably do. I start looking for an inch and an eighth because I'm like, well, I'm like, I guess I'm gonna need this for something. Mm-hmm. So I start looking and looking and looking. I don't have one. <laughs> I probably do, but my. <laughs> My tools are a little unorganized right now. I carry a tool bag with me when I go camping that has like, and I need to organize it. I need to get some sort of like socket organizers and wrench organizers and that sort of thing, whatever. I do probably what 90% of the people out there do is just throw a bunch of tools in a bag that you think you're going to need and throw it in the truck. So I didn't want us to waste time trying to find tools. So I started grabbing everything. Well, at that point too, is like if, if you, if you didn't have it and then, you didn't do the deductive reasoning of like I can't imagine why we're gonna need it. Right. Like, I have one. Pretty sure Corey has one. Yeah. I don't live far away. Like we could have. Right. But I did. I didn't want to yeah. deal with that. So uh, when I saw that, I I was looking for one, couldn't find one. I'm like, wait, what in the hell do I need an inch <laughs> and an eighth socket for? So I I went to the truck, and I started looking at the truck. I'm like, well, it's not the lug nuts. Those are like seven eighths. Mm-hmm. Start looking around, looking around, looking around. I'm like, there's nothing back here that's inch and an eighth. And I'm looking at the install instructions, like, take the bump stops off. And that's, like, the only thing you remove. Well, it's already inch and an eighth. So I'm, I don't know what's, what, what that particular socket is needed for. Um, I, I think I, I might call Pack Break tomorrow and ask him about that. I think it's a good, a good question to ask. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, the, the, the kit itself is definitely for a 21. Mm-hmm. Um, but the install instructions didn't list it for a 21. But at the same time, if it was a 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 – they're all the same back there. So, yeah, I don't know. I'll find mm-hmm. out. Anyways, I got all the tools laid out. And I, I say all the tools laid out like it's a lot of tools. It's not. Five. <laughs> Two Allen wrenches. I think there was a 9-16, a 7-8, and one other, the 14-millimeter ratcheting. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, aside from taking your wheels off, that's the only tools you need. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, probably some, some cutters for zip ties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one really cool tool that Pack Break started including that I gave you. I got one now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a really handy tool for cutting airlines. They give you a little plastic. It's an airline cutting tool. So you, you can ensure that every time that you cut that airline, because that's a, that's a big thing with any sort of any sort of air anything that you're using that thin that small plastic line for that is like a push to connect type of type of fitting you want to make sure that that is perfectly straight because if Mm -hmm. it's at an angle it's not going to seal properly in the fitting you're going to have a leak um so it's very very important to make sure that those lines are cut perfect well pack break includes this little blue plastic tool with a little razor blade in it that you set the line in and you just close it down on it and it just snips it perfect every time uh, awesome tool to have in your tool bag. So it's cool that they include that because yeah. I remember back in the day cutting those with just like a razor blade and you look at it and you're like, God darn it, do it again, yeah, do it again, do it again. And then soon enough, you've got five inches down <laughs> and you're like, oh, do I have enough airline now? It's got to be nice and flush. So that was really cool that they include that in all their kits. 
I had an extra one from the previous airbags I installed, so I mm-hmm. gave it to Ben to add to his little tool repertoire. Rep- repertoire? Did I say that right? Uh, is that even fit? Repertoire. Repertoire? Is that even yeah. fit? Uh, sure. It is now. Sure. Yeah. Trying to but expand yeah, I my I came out on top on that situation. <laughs> I walked away with a new tool. Yeah. <laughs> I walked away with a new tool. So, um, yeah, so everything was there. Tools are ready. These guys show up, and we, we start going to town. Mm-hmm. And that's... <laughs> where we ran into our first roadblock and I, I will i would chalk it up to we probably just went a little too fast yeah i think I we're think just kind of winging it act- down. yeah if we, we were kind of just kind of winging it and um i don't want to say acting like we knew what we were doing but just assuming that we what we were doing was right <laughs> yeah like I, I i did not even look at the instructions until we ran into this roadblock mm-hmm. and once i did then we figured it out and once we yeah. both actually read the instructions probably three or four times then we actually oh, okay that's fine but it's even if you read them it can still be a little you can still mess up and put a bracket on where it shouldn't it shouldn't have gone yes the other thing there though is if you don't have a bracket on right and you just do not like reading instructions eventually if you just keep switching everything around you're gonna get it it will line up because <laughs> it literally only fits one way yeah it like, only you fits cannot one way. mess it up if if all of a sudden you break out a grinder or something to cut something off or something like that just to make them fit, then you're not doing it right. Yeah. So it, they really do only fit one way. They, they do. They do. Uh, we found that out the hard way. Like we had to flip the brackets with probably three, I think three times. Yeah. Because we, we got one side correct and then we tried to mount the other side and then the one bracket was on backwards. We had to mm-hmm. flip it. Not a huge deal. So kay? what is the rule when putting your brackets on for the orientation? Do you remember? I do. Um, so, yeah, outside, outside. Um, so when you're when you're mounting these bags, and this is my one critique of their instructions, and they could do one thing that would make it a little bit quicker mm-hmm. for for someone. Well, they could do a couple things. One, when they give you the exploded diagram, they only give you the driver side. Okay, so you have to do the driver side, then you mimic it on the passenger side, which is which is fine. Um, what I wish they would have, I mean, they could have included both probably on one exploded image to kind of mm-hmm. show everything, which would make it nice. Cause then you can lay it all out and be like, okay, this is how it's supposed to go. Right. Probably the best thing they could have done was just label the brackets as far as like front rear or bump even stop just side. Um, for me, it would have been, um, actually, yeah, front would probably be best, but I, I would say for each bracket driver or passenger and top or bottom. Yeah. Like, passenger top okay i know it says pt on top up here the pt goes on top for this particular bracket yeah. orientation yeah because a lot of the holes there it's all asymmetrical like they don't have they're not like just one bracket and they have holes all in the same spot they quite literally only fit one way so if you just know if it's the passenger side top and it's that that bracket they only fit one way with the bags installed but yes. they fit multiple ways without the bags installed which can make it confusing yeah yeah so, so yeah. anyways uh obviously airlines on the outside of the frame rail, outside of the truck, because if they were on the inside, you wouldn't be able to mount the <laughs> airline. So that's an easy one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a washer. It's it's actually kind of weird when you read the instructions to put it on because it's just like here's a bolt, here's a here's a washer and a nut, and then just screw them down and tighten it yeah. to twenty foot pounds. And it's like why? Uh, uh, and it and it kind of looks a little funky because when you put the bolt on there with the washer, there's the washer hole is larger mm-hmm. than the bolt. I think it's so why it, they said only twenty, so that it can it can move if it I needs guess. to. But yeah. All the improvements to the show you are seeing and hearing are thanks to our epic sponsors like No Limit Fabrication. 
Huge thank you to Mike and his crew down in Southern California for getting a bunch of carb certifications and making high-quality parts. New episodes come out every Thursday. Thanks for tuning in. Anyways, it's just there to basically orient the front of the bracket when it's sitting on the axle, right? Yeah. Because it's got tabs on the sides to orient it left and right, and then the the the, uh, um, the washer to orient orient it, you know, front to back, kind mm-hmm. of. So, um, so anyways, airlines outside, washers front. If you're to stand behind the truck and put your arms out like this, that's where you want the washers and the airlines, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So airlines for the airbags on the outside, washers front outer yeah it doesn't matter if you're on the passenger side or the driver's side airlines on the outside washers on the front outer yeah that's it just go like this yeah yeah make a v with your hands yeah and then after after that was uh, after we kind of figured all that out i mean it was just as simple as throwing the bags in there yeah bolting them down there's two bolts on the top um and then the um they give you really long um, hex head like locating bolts for the bottom with a bracket that goes to the, uh, on the bottom of the axle which is held on with two lock washers as well and then we were done I mean it was <laughs> at that point and then running the lines which took yeah. about three seconds yeah uh, yeah super easy and they they look cool they do like, with the wheels off they yeah look cool man yeah like, they do uh, the other small thing that does not come with the kit but you're going to hear it oh, from yes. us here because we try and drop good information for you guys. Yes. As Tyler mentioned before, he's not a fan of, of like drilling holes in a new truck. Yep. And he does plan on going with a wireless. Yeah, so I didn't want anything on. permanent. I didn't want to drill holes. Like a lot of people will put those Schrader valves on the where their license plate bolts are, mm-hmm. which is awesome. That's a great spot to put them if you don't plan on doing anything else as far mm-hmm. as controls. Um, the problem that I didn't want to have is drilling those out and then go getting my my wireless control, and then now I have to put a bolt with a nut for my license plate. Isn't a huge deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, how often do you – you never change your license plate, so it's not like a – but, again, it's just another thing I'm going to have to get and then have to get up there and mm-hmm. freaking tighten my license plate down with a nut and a, nut and a bolt, which I didn't want to do. You want to know how much of a, a jerk I am? Huh. I'm the guy that when I get new tabs – I take my license plate off and peel off the old with a razor blade. Yeah, and I clean it. That's how. That's yeah. how my dad always did it, and that's how I, on the, the last truck that I got new tabs on, I tried to do that. But do you know what I freaking did with a razor blade? I didn't take the plate off, and I started scraping like the oh the, the reflect, plate, the reflective yeah, coating, the reflective uh, coating yeah. off the plate. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm just putting it on top. Trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I uh, I didn't want to drill any holes, and so my original plan in the shop right now they're literally building a flatbed out of aluminum mm-hmm. it's an awesome flatbed check out instagram or in our facebook it's really freaking cool they built that thing from complete scratch jesse has done a killer job on that flatbed it yeah. is badass anyways i was going to go back there and just get a little piece of aluminum from them just a piece of scrap that they cut off and i was gonna drill three holes in it two for the schrader valves and then one i was going to find a bolt under the truck where I could just mount this to and just it, yeah. bolt it, you know, use that basically like a washer and put the bolt back in. And then Jesse was like, wait a second. We've got this kit that we're not using this uh, um, little bracket that comes with it, and it's a, a Firestone Ride wa- I can never say that correctly. Ride right, right. Ride, ride right. Ride right. <laughs> Firestone Ride right kit. They include, it lo- it's a like a composite material, and it looks like a Y. Mm-hmm. On one of the legs, or look, 
I guess, it's, yeah, it's like a Y. On one of the legs is two holes for your Schrader valves, and they've got slots and give you two giant zip ties. Mm -hmm. And it, it would honestly work the best on something square uh, to mount that to so it doesn't, because I'll tell you the issue that I have uh, with it. Uh, it's not bad. I mean, it's livable for the time being, but it's meant for something square that you can put it on and then zip tie around it and it'll hold it there. And it's a really clean little bracket. Super clean. Yeah. Yeah. And so I pop my head on the truck and I'm like, where am I putting this thing? And my hitch is round coming out of the, uh, where the, uh, um, the two and a half inch actually hitch slot is. So it's round on the outside. So I'm like, you know, what? I'll just, I'll just zip tie it to this round part. It still kind of holds it and it's hidden. Mm -hmm. And I like that. Um, so we got that all mounted up. And again, the only issue I have with it is when you push on it a little bit hard to put your like your valve, it kind of moves a little bit. So let me just grab the back end of it. And, and the little air chuck that I have that to fill up because I've got a Viair RV uh, portable air compressor, it holds itself on there. So once it's on there, it's on there. You just fill it up. Yeah, and you're not using like a normal thing where you get like once you press it on, it starts filling up. You press it on, it can go. Yeah, I press it on, lock it. Yeah. And then I can just with one hand. So. Um, so yeah, I, I'm really happy with the install. Really happy with the look. I love the look of airbags with a four-link type of That's suspension. Cool. It looks cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm I'm jacked on it. I can't wait to uh, eventually. Uh, my rack is done. Well, it's done now. I'm just waiting on ramps, which are showing up supposedly tomorrow. So I could go pick that up, uh, but I won't have anything to put up there, mm -hmm. which I'm very sad. Very sad about Honda Power Sports. Honda. Honda. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, but, uh, that, yeah. that's pretty much the, that's like the airbag install. Yeah. Now, what I want to touch on real quick here is now that we've technically got you, is this your first mod? Mm -hmm. We've mm -hmm. got Tyler's first mod done. Super aggressive, right? Airbags. You've had the truck for two months, three months? I think two months? Uh, about one and a half, honestly. One and a half? Yeah. Almost two months. Almost two months. At the time we're filming this, almost two months. Yeah. Um, it's like it's it's the middle of, of it's actually just beginning of July right now. Um, so what are you kind of we just did an episode about me and like what my plans are for the excursion and whatnot. And yeah. I'm kind of shucking it down and all the other kind of stuff. I know we you were kind of like up or down. Not yeah. Sure. Like what do you what I'm are you kind of feeling with it now? I'm still I'm still up and you know, I, I, I don't know suspension wise what I want to do. <laughs> it's funny. Josh actually. Yeah. Um, we were talking what two days ago, and he's like, "Hey, we got a set of uh, discontinued Pure Performance uh, leveling coils for your truck." And he's like, "You have them for really cheap." And I'm like, mm. I, "I don't think I'm I'm ready to make that decision yet." So thank you for thinking of me, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pass right now because mm -hmm. I don't I, I I still I still don't know honestly. Um, I think I'll know more once i get the side by side and get it on the rack and drive it and feel it i'll kind of have a better idea where i want to go with it mm -hmm. um but suspension wise I, I i'm still undecided okay so wheel and tire performance undecided Damn. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know what about know. anything what about like ex oh, okay how about this accessories things to help you work the truck better um I'm gonna get my windows tinted. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, here's the thing. This is the the, the next mod that I want to do. It's something that's not even out yet. 
hey banks what's going on guys <laughs> it's not out yet um and this kind of brings us into another episode that we're going to do mm-hmm. um about emissions performance and that sort of thing but uh if you have a second go on it's actually on our website too go on our website look at the intake manifolds for the new cummins i want their intake manifold yeah their intake manifold egr intact intake manifold. egr intact intake manifold mm-hmm. i want that that's probably gonna be the next thing that i do to that truck i think that's a especially with that being literally the one performance thing on there yeah because the the factory intake manifold on these trucks has always been a massive restriction mm-hmm. massive restriction the, the the grid heater that's in the plenum cover is very very small and it fills up with soot and it, it's just over time it's just going to restrict more performance mm-hmm. i want this truck to to be clean i want it to be efficient um, so I think that's probably going to be the next thing that I do, uh, do the, the plenum cover, the, um, the intake manifold and their, uh, screw in grid heater. So I still have full functionality of everything. Mm-hmm. There's no lights, there's no issues. It's just a bolt on part. And here's the best part. It increases airflow in that intake manifold by like 122%. It goes up from like 432 CFM from the factory intake manifold to like 936 Mm-hmm. Like it's insane the amount of airflow that they even if they're padding the numbers in a perfect scenario that much of a, a gain yeah is that's that's good it's, it has to be noticeable absolutely absolutely so I am waiting for that to come out that's probably the next part that I want to do um, and then I, I do want to do a throttle sensitivity booster and it's probably going to be the Banks pedal monster again I don't want to drill any holes get the old app yeah, on the phone good. and be able to control it there. And the reason for that too, not because I, I honestly like just d- daily driving the truck. I think the throttle's fine. I don't, I'm not, I'm not too worried about that. Like I'm not trying to race anybody. I'm, right. I'm just driving the truck. It's, it's everything that I, that I, that I wanted. It's, it's perfect for me. I don't, you know, of course I'd always like to have more power and that sort of thing, but it's not on my radar as of right now, mm-hmm. as I do any crazy build or anything like that. I just want it efficient. I want it to work for, I want it to work a hundred percent of the time for what I'm, you know, doing it, what I'm, what I'm going to use it for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that thrall sensitivity booster might help with the shifting of the transmission when I'm towing, because the, I, I, I don't know if this is, uh, this has to be true because it goes off a throttle position. So when I'm towing and going up a hill, it will, it will, um, it will, it will downshift, but then it'll upshift really quick so mm-hmm. what i'm hoping is, is maybe with the throttle sensitivity booster i can give it a little less throttle it'll then downshift and if i give it more it'll stay in that gear a little bit longer mm-hmm. just because it's it, the transmission is seeing a different percentage of throttle input mm-hmm. which will maybe make it stay in the that gear i, I don't know i want to test That'd it be interesting, see. yeah it'd be interesting to find out i'm, I'm gonna spring a new question on you real quick okay you ready we've always talked about this yeah you mentioned before yeah water math no not doing it not doing it. I'd, I I wouldn't be opposed to doing that to a older truck with some miles on it. Okay. Um, but I don't want to do it on mine. No. Not yet. Hard pass. Not yet. Yeah, I don't. When I here's say the thing. Yet, I mean, like with any injectable, with like sixty grand on yeah, it. Yeah, with any injectable, I the way I look at it is I would rather if you're trying to cool EGTs. Okay, I would rather look at something 
like a like a hard uh, I'm going to say a hard part, but like a part on the truck that I could change to help with that, mm-hmm. rather than just injecting something in the truck to make well, it work. I'm not thinking for EGTs because we've already talked about how. No, I know keeping the EGR system clean, clean and that yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. But then m- also my reasoning on that is if I've got, you know, maybe eventually get some tuning, uh, get that you know that bank's intake manifold. If I'm if I'm making it more efficient with parts, it's going to use less EGR. It's going to clog the DPF less, and mm. it, everything's going to be lessened at that point. Okay. And so I, when I, <laughs> it's so funny because my my uh, my dad had uh, a uh, a buddy at his work that has uh, I can't even remember the truck. I think it was a, a Duramax, like a, a an LMM. And he's like, I've got EGT issues. I'm looking at water math, and I'm like, Hey, you're you've got uh, off road parts on here. I want you to look at doing an upgraded turbo if you're trying to drop EGTs. It, it's going to work better with your tuning. And it's going to solve the problem. Mm-hmm. He's still going with water meth, but when I when I when I think of that, I think of it as a band aid. Wait, it's a consumable. Yeah, but it's a it's just like a well, this will work for now. Yeah. I don't like that. No, especially on something that's mine. <laughs> so <coughs> I would rather do a turbo, do some airflow enhancing things okay. to to kind of help with that. Um, yeah, we should do water meth on your truck. <laughs> I mean, I, I have EGT yeah. issues on the yeah. blue truck. That is for damn sure. Yeah, yeah. And that leads that'd me be a good a, one to throw it on. It leads me into a perfect segment because I was going to ask about this. So not only on Saturday did we do Tyler's airbags, but we also had to do a dump run in the entire boat. Dump had, run. We had, we had a boys' dump where we dumped together. Yeah, we went out north and went ourselves to the dump. Right, and it's the first. You time ever been to that? No, it's the first time. That's I've been a to nice one. one huh? I usually go uh, to the one on a uh, Geiger. Yeah. Um, so this is the first time that uh, – so Tyler took one quick ride with me when I first did the injectors um, on the blue truck just for, like, down the street and back. And this is the first time we've ever, like, actually gone off a rip in it, I would say. Yeah. And Tyler, impressions? <coughs> for what that truck is, I was impressed. That's, I was really impressed. That's what I'm talking about. The, the, the most impressed I was is when you put it on the stock tune – and just ran it with Lenny's injectors. Mm-hmm. For what that truck is... It got down. It got down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for anybody out there looking for to have fun on a diesel that may not be... Like, for what your truck is, it's a mm-hmm. it's like a work truck. It's like a... It's, it's, a, par- it's a the party truck. It's, it's the, a total beat party yeah, truck. It's a throw whatever you want in the back. Who like, cares? <laughs> like like the, the, the videos you see on Instagram where it's like this old vehicle. It's like just wanted to die a peaceful death. Yeah. It's like some 17-year-old kid with a wrench comes out. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what this blue truck is. It has like 330 whatever freaking thousand miles on it. Yeah. And it's got big injectors and big oil. And I, I'm sorry. I, Jim, I'm sorry. I know last time it, it's got larger injectors and an upgraded high-pressure oil pump and some big tunes on it. And that's it. Yeah. Really impressed. Yeah. I was really impressed with the, the amount of get up and go in that thing. Yeah. And so, it's uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, and, and that's pretty much all I'm going for. Like, I, I fully understand that that's a. And not to switch this into an episode, like what we're talking, just because yeah. it's the first time you and I get to actually truly drive For it, sure. you know? Yeah. Because, um, like, I understand it's not, you know, it's not a 5.9 making 1,000 horsepower in that, but it's a totally beat 7.3. I happen to like 7.3s. And I've, in my opinion, I've literally done like the most, the most potent for the money modifications yeah. in there. Yeah. Well, and it just goes to show you that you, you, if you want to get into diesel, you want to 
have fun, like have a project or something. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid of higher mileage trucks. I mean, as long as you know what you're looking at and you know what you're getting into, you could have a heck of a lot of fun on a truck that's sub 5,000 bucks and go out and, and, and like I said, have a good time. Yeah. I mean, I was shockingly impressed <laughs> like with the amount of, of, of pull that truck had. Mm-hmm. Um, and immediately afterward. Yeah. Clutch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you smell clutch afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, it, like I said, it just goes to show you, you, you don't have to spend a lot of money to get. This is like one of those things where it's like, Okay, you know, you kind of do have to. I mean, the injectors aren't cheap. High pressure oil pump stuff yeah. isn't cheap. Those kind of things aren't cheap. But if you're starting out cheap and not starting out with a you know thirty thousand dollar truck because you just want to have fun with a diesel, mm-hmm. look at those trucks. You can pick them up for super cheap and, and still have fun with them. And it's an extra vehicle. Yeah. You know, it just yeah, that's that was fun. And uh, how's it ride? Um, it rides like, um, as Ash would say, it rides like a filing cabinet. I think he just rides like a safe. Yeah, rides like a safe. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. uh, she's not subtle by any means. No, no. You don't need those teeth. <laughs> you don't need it. Y'all don't need it. Yeah. Um, no, I that I thought I thought it was cool. It was a good day. It was a, it was a, it was fun. Um, yeah, we I mean we 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 were working on the airbags for probably what four or five hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were doing a lot of bullshit in between. <laughs> yeah, the uh, we we finished the Teddy Brewskis even after the project was done. The three yeah. of us hanging out in the garage talking. Yeah, uh, and yeah. and also you don't have to have a big garage, a big shop. If you huh. watch that video, my garage is tiny, guys. It's a two car yeah. garage with like not a lot of room. Like I couldn't even get the entire truck in the garage. I just backed the bed in. Because I knew we had to jack it up, and if we jacked it up with the cabin there, I would have hit it, <laughs> hit the yeah. top of the garage. So, and and that's what's cool. I mean, a lot of you guys out there buying parts for these trucks and working on them, you're doing the same thing. You're doing it in your driveway. You're you're backing it into your garage. So I thought it was a cool. I mean, yeah, we've got a giant shop out here with lifts and every tool imaginable, every fabrication tool that you need, but you don't need it, especially doing installs like what we were like the install like we were doing. Super simple five hand tools i mean with someone with a Mm -hmm. simple like literally the tiniest toolkit like well i don't want to say the tiniest toolkit because they're small ones but like those like briefcase toolkits yeah you could have got it done like i i bet you that even if we had a lift if you start the clock at like when a truck pulls in if and you had paid the same amount of time to the instructions like if if we had actually fully read the instructions to begin with and got it right the first time sure and on the lift as well got it right the first time i don't think there would be a discrepancy in time no i i mean the, the amount of time it takes you to actually rack a truck yeah. compared to putting jack stands under it yeah because the, yeah. the the work you're doing on it was not hard you can no. you like you, we didn't even have a stool you just kind of go there oh, okay. we had no impact wrenches we all hand wrenches everything yeah. was b- hand I mean, there's nothing nothing fancy that we use. I mean, the fanciest thing we used was my Pro Eagle Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that was the fanciest thing. <laughs> so, all in all, great job, Pack Break, on designing a super easy, bolt-in, badass airbag kit for these trucks. Um, yeah. I'm super happy with it. I can't wait to – I'm towing with it this weekend. Won't have a side-by-side. Uh, it didn't <laughs> – I mean, I'll throw a little air in the bags. I don't need much, but <laughs> for no. with uh, my travel trailer. But um, 
Yeah, I, I'm excited. I cannot wait to get my full setup done, um, which brings me in a little bit of a rant. Okay, no, with it. this. Okay, I'm gonna Honda. <laughs> Honda. Okay. COVID's over. All right. It's over. It's not a problem. Okay. Get your parts. Okay. I've been waiting since March. This is ridiculous. I've got cash in my pocket. <laughs> this is burning a hole. <laughs> like, come on, people. Come on. That's it. <laughs> I mean, the, the rack and everything's going to be done before you even get this thing. Like, you're gonna Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, rack's but, done. To, I mean, the rack's done right now. We, we were talking about this earlier this week, but, like, Tyler's going to be the guy that, like, literally rolls up to the place, gets it, and with the trailer attached, like his, his you know, travel trailer, and then goes straight to the campsite. Yeah. Literally the first was, mile of this of this thing's life will be on dirt, so like straight, like trail. For sure. Yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. For because the original plan side by side was supposed to show up the 29th of last month. Okay. Mm-hmm. Called them on the 29th. I called them on the 30th. I called them on the first. I called I, every single day, except for Sunday and Monday. I called them, and it's been I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, and it's still kind of an I don't know, uh, but. <laughs> And this might still happen. Uh, I've got a, I've got a little bit of, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grasping here. I've got a little hope that on Friday they're going to call me and say, we got it. We got it. And what's going to happen <laughs> is I'm going to load up my side-by-side for the first time on the back of the truck. <laughs> never, never drove the side-by-side before. Never loaded anything like this before. I'm just going to load it up right in their parking lot, go straight home, load up my trailer and go straight to the woods, <laughs> which is going to be, which I, I was really excited about because like, you know, we, nobody tries to be like that guy that people talk about, <laughs> yeah. you know, but when you are, it's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of fun to be the guy sometimes. Yeah. Right? It's kind of fun to be the yeah. guy. Like I wanted to be the guy that rolled up to the campsite and the people are like, I think freaking brand new. Yeah. Is he, is he peeling th- plastic off of that? Yeah. He's, Wow, he is. Well, he is. Oh wow, that this lit- it's brand new, and I wanted to pull it off there and go on this poker run <laughs> with a brand new unit. Because yeah. you know what's the best part of not having a belt on one of these units? I looked at the manual and it said the break in was fifteen miles. <laughs> I'm like fifteen miles. I can do that in like three seconds. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Yeah. So, but that's not happening. So that just crushed all my dreams. Well, it might still happen. Who knows? I, I'm pulling for you. If it does, I'm gonna be like so freaking jacked at work yeah. the entire day i'm gonna be like probably asking if i can go home early i'm gonna hear all these little giddy girl screams from oh, the yeah. hallway oh for sure just a whole bunch of that yeah well so. i think that's gonna wrap this one up uh let's, you got more no i got no. i don't got any more okay. but uh, well, thank you everyone for tuning in uh again episodes come out every thursday and uh we are going to be having more episodes on tyler's 2021 and i promise he's going to have more stuff to do to it I oh promise. i will i will i will especially i i, I am going to uh, work on probably in the next couple of weeks i'm going to get a hold of banks and see um see what their time frame is on that intake manifold because i really do want to do that i was i want, I want to do that too yeah that was super cool and i think they would probably appreciate an install video on that which is another one we could do in the garage hey that'll be fun so with that all being said uh thanks for tuning in everybody and we'll see you guys next week see ya thanks for tuning in make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com